This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We do have to take care of this business. My Top 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. Well, sad news from the world of Hollywood. Don Wells, who starred as Marianne in the sitcom Gilligan's Isle, I- Island, has passed away of causes related to COVID-19 in Los Angeles. She was 82 years old. Now, Don Wells also appeared in such shows as 77 Sunset Strip, Maverick Bonanza, The Joey Bishop Show, and Hawaiian Eye. This is such a sad story, I mean, for so many reasons, but... um. It's just, it was not expected uh, to be sure. And I know a lot of people are going to be sad, myself included, as a result. Yeah. And a set of five Jeopardy episodes with Alex Trebek are scheduled to air next week from January 4th to January 8th, marking the last new installments of the series to include Trebek as host. These were taped in October, just uh, before Trebek died on November 8th. And the first episode in the week's set of content will feature a message about the importance of the holiday season and giving. And the last episode on January 8th will also include a tribute to Alex Trebek for his contribution to Jeopardy. So going to want to stay tuned and watch that. I think it's 6.30 p.m. local here on Channel 11 still, but I may be mistaken. Check your local listings. I was going to say, we have a thing called Google. The internet, yay! And finally, hey, New Year's Day is going to be happening on Friday. We're moving into 2021 and a staple. I know like people watch this in the morning and it's still happening. The Rose Parade out of Pasadena, California is still happening on New Year's Day. Again, here locally, check your local listings on that. But there is going to be a raw feed stream of the parade from last year. You'll be able to watch that. So some things are still happening. In stream from last year? Explain that. What? Well, yeah, they're from marching bands last year because we're not doing oh, marching bands got this it, got year. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. But we're still going to have, I mean, those floats are pretty darn cool, I have to say. I mean, and as cheesy as they are. Just looking at flowers right now is, is not a bad idea because pretty things. I'm here for that. Yeah, pretty things. All right, well, that's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com or download the MyTalk app. How is it she knows everything? My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 5:20 on My Talk 107.1.
So what's something you've recently rewatched, listened to, or read that just doesn't hold up? 651-641-1071. You know, something you've re-experienced that basically is now trash. Good afternoon and welcome to the third hour, the last live program of the Colleen and Bradley show for 2020 here on My Talk 1071. Don't worry, though. We've got uh, the rest of the week full of programming, highlights, uh, tasty tidbits from shows past for you to listen to in the rest of the week as we hurtle towards 2021 and beyond. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And Grant is with us today. Holly, why are are we asking this question, by the way, if you've got an answer, 651-641-1071, what's something you've re-experienced that's now trash? Well, the reason I'm bringing up this question, because I watched a beloved cinematic classic over the long weekend, and, well, <laughs> this movie is just trash. And the movie I'm talking about is the 1994 classic Forrest Gump. It's trash. No. No. Oh. oh. Oh, we're not. It friends. is trash. There's an argument of okay. Bruin. I'm Switzerland because, <laughs> as you know, Holly and Grant may not know, uh, nor will some listeners. I've never seen Forrest Gump. Oh, I know one That's other person like that. that. Really, Holly? What? What? What, what do you hate way. about? I'm just curious. Oh, oh, Grant. Don't when open was the door. The last time that you watched Forrest Gump? Um, probably five, six years ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I watched it with my parents in the movie theater, so it's one of those ones that just brings up a nostalgic thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see why people don't like it, but I'm one of those guys that just loves so, it. Now, Grant, I used to be in your camp. Now, because like you, I remember going to see Forrest Gump in the movie theaters at a very formative time. Mm-hmm. Loved the soundtrack, The Fifth yes. Dimension, Bob Dylan, yes. The Doors, CCR. Great soundtrack. Love it. Trash movie. Oh. It is just excruciating sitting and watching it. My big beef with it is that it, you know, it plays with you emotionally in your sense of nostalgia in a very specific way. Okay. And then my whole thing was that, okay, here's Forrest Gump, bumbling dude, meandering through the second half of the 20th century, just basically failing his way up through life. Meanwhile... In the story, okay, Forrest Gump dude, his friend Jenny basically tries to mm, maybe challenge status quo, or she's a part of things like the anti-war movement. She's into Ah. disco. She's into all these things that are, you know, trying to maybe push beyond societal norms. And in the end, she gets punished for it, and she dies. (gasps) And also, the only way that her character is redeemed in the eyes of the film is that she gets married to Forrest Gump and she has a kid. You're Mm-mm-mm. ding, ding, ding. Not I want to give you one of these because that actually opened up my eyes for sure. Well, I, I can see it now. What I love about this is like, Holly, you like thought about it and in a way that I don't think probably Grant had or a lot of viewers probably have, which that's the delightful thing about revisiting movies in the moment, right? Because now you've got all this history and specifically I'm thinking about, I mean, there's a, num- there's a lot of history, but like if we were going to be contemporary about it, specifically everything from the Me Too movement forward where to your point, you've got men failing up and, you know, women, um, yes, you know, overachieving and failing and being unique and trying to be different and 
getting yeah, that's a great point holly i never really i was kind of caught in the nostalgic stuff like you had mentioned and uh i you know i had said this was a thing i, I don't remember what show because i've been doing so many of them but someone said what's one thing you'd leave in a time capsule for someone in the future to find i said this movie just to mess with people in history just because i thought it would be fun to have people think like well wait this document shows that he's not there i don't know i just thought it would be fun to kind of mess with people but you definitely brought up a great point there well and that being said there's still an appeal to that movie. Tom Hanks brings a extremely charismatic performance in Forrest Gump, and the movie is enjoyable on that surface level. You you can appreciate you're like that guy is a movie star, and everybody does a good job, quote unquote. At least I think so. In the movie Forrest Gump, it's just it is held in this cultural space that I just don't think it deserves to be held in. I, I'm just not here for it. I'm with you. You've you've. Uh... I'm going to give you, again, another ding because you've converted me over. So, All right, so Grant, is there anybody else uh, that wants to share yes. something similar with us? Yes, we've got two people here. Uh, we'll start with uh, Gail first. All right, Gail, um, to Holly's point, what's or to answer her question, what's the thing you rewatched or re-experienced recently that didn't hold up? Well, it's been a recurring re-watching. It's The Housewives. I love it. I love it. I love it. But... Dude, the last year, year and a half, come on. The rest of us are so limited. Some of us are hoping for a 600-buck check. I I have to relive it to look at them and think, oh, my God, your lives are so not bad. And so I do watch it, but then I get mad at them because your <laughs> lives are not bad. Yeah. You don't even know how bad it is. Yeah. So I can't still watch it, but... I get mad about it. No, okay. I think, in the, and that's a great one. So thanks for sharing, first of all. And then second yeah, of all, thanks, I mean, you're not alone. And there are so many other examples of, of moments we're all having like that this year where you're watching celebrities do the celebrity thing they've always done. And it just seems extra tone deaf this year for half a dozen reasons, not least among them, uh, a global pandemic. True. So we also have right, Amy, exactly. guys. We have Amy, if you'd like to ask her too. Yeah, let's listen to Amy. Okay, Amy. Answer yeah. Holly's question. What's the thing you re-experienced that hasn't really held up for you? Well, sadly, my beloved 80s genre of movies, almost none of them hold up oh, no. because of the misogyny and the gay bashing and mm. the fat shaming and the yeah. <laughs> like, just so much. But um, specifically when Holly was talking, um, it reminded me of how much I was disappointed in Good Morning Vietnam. It was very similar to the mm. uh, Forrest Gump. It had an awesome soundtrack. I loved it when it came out. It I saw it in the theater. Robin Williams is beloved. and But upon uh, recent viewing, I was disappointed that it didn't hold up, really. Yeah, I can imagine half uh, a dozen yeah. reasons that movie didn't hold up. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. Now that we're all depressed and not going to watch that movie again, I'm just kidding. Um, but Yay! it's it's it's, no, but it's it, true. But and this it's, is it's yeah, it's a fascinating exercise because, and it's always one of those things that, that every once in a while, doing a check in on the things that maybe you thought you loved at one point, but then understanding that you develop and grow and change in your own way, in your own life. And sometimes your relationship to these things also changes. But to counter that, sometimes there are things that you check in with and they're absolutely fabulous. Like last night I watched Sunset Boulevard. 
which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I was like, well, let's check in with Norma Desmond and see how she holds up. And? And sure enough, it's still incredible and it's still amazing. I love that movie. Well, thanks for ending on a happy note. Um, Is there anything, Grant, just uh, if you want to put a bow on it, was there anything that you've experienced that made you sort of re- reevaluate what you originally thought about it well and I'm, I'm in the process of doing it right now um lost is one of my favorite shows of all time um but i'm going back i've watched the first season a couple times the first couple seasons multiple times but i've never fully watched it twice and i'm now into the middle of the series again and i'm finding all these inconsistent not really inconsistencies but just i kind of was not into the whole like hey let's they kept saying it's not purgatory. It's not purgatory, right? They kept telling you what it wasn't, what it wasn't. And I just ignored it because I liked it so much. Mm-hmm. And now that I go back and watch it, I'm like, they completely duped you the whole time. So Lost is kind of, it's sad because it's my favorite show, but Lost is getting there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. okay. When we come back, you guys, we're. <laughs> Thanks, Bradley. No, you, I want to, you know, well, I mean, it's something we've all experienced. And it's, it's, you know, even maybe just the experiencing that it isn't what you thought it was is a valuable ec- exercise. Yeah. So for that, at least we can be uh, thankful. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Now, here's something else we can be thankful for there's a publationship we need to catch you up on. And that publationship, which, what's a publationship, Holly? A publicationship is a celebrity relationship leverage for publicity. This one involves Rebel Wilson. We'll tell you all about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. What's Rebel Wilson up to anyway? And why does anyone care? Well, we're going to tell you here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 1071, we're streaming live and doing everything publicationship on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts, and Grant with us today as we round out the last hour. We still have about 40 minutes ish of our last live 2020 show thanks for being with us all year and getting through it one celebrity tragedy or train wreck at a time okay um holly what's for the listener who maybe just arrived on planet colleen and bradley what's a publationship a publationship is a relationship in service of celebrity okay and this the publationship we're going to update you on although it's really just mostly about one side of that relationship is called whoosh we have nicknames for our publicationship what is a whoosh holly a whoosh is a rebel wilson and a jacob p bush yes so rebel wilson of course star of such films as pitch perfect etc bridesmaids right she was in bridesmaids yeah yeah wasn't that yeah. her sort of like debutish film anyway rebel wilson it's a big break We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Out. Role. <laughs> she was like the twin sister, or the sister of her roommate, right? 
Uh, yes. Tina Fey's room. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. She was like the weird yes. kind of awkward brother and sister It was combo. Matt, Matt um, what's his Matt name? Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. Yes, yes. Um, from Little Britain. From Little Britain and is now one of the um, co-hosts or co-presenters on one of my other favorite shows, The Great British Bake Off. It's a long story, but we're not going to go there. But I will come back to Rebel Wilson and her... Now, um, other half, although for publicity purposes, uh, Jacob P. Bush, who is one of the Anheuser-Busch heirs um, and sort of uh, roustabouts, or I don't know what you want to call him, layabout. Anyway, we're not talking so much about Jacob P. Bush today, but what I did want to do is take this moment to titillate you with what Rebel Wilson is up to. And this is this is just an indictment of celebrities, publicationships, and tabloids. Here's the headline from the Daily Mail, Holly and Grant. Quote, Rebel Wilson gets groceries in Los Feliz wearing black athletic wear after returning from her fun-filled ski trip to Aspen with Bo Jacob Bush. <laughs> wow, that was a really big headline. <laughs> yes. Like, she was getting groceries at the grocery store. Ding. In Los Angeles. Ding. Ding. And she was in Aspen, but I thought she was in Austria getting a fancy um, weight loss experience. Yes, she's which actually... Which is in Austria. <laughs> Not Austria, Arizona. Austria, the country. Yeah, no, she uh, is in Los Feliz currently, or I don't know, sometimes in L.A. they pronounce things weirdly but i think it's probably los feliz it's right? los feliz oh it's los see los i knew feliz. i knew you can always count on la to have names that you don't think they're pronounced the way they are anyway los what did you say Felis. yeah los Felis. los Felis. in the uh that's <laughs> that's an area of la she's there by way of aspen by way of austria by way of mexico she, by way of actually Monaco, she has been all over the place this year. And you're right to say that really the story is just about Rebel Wilson getting groceries. Because if you read the um, extended piece in the Daily Mail, there are pictures, paparazzi pictures or pooparazzi pictures, as I like to call them, mm-hmm. of <laughs> Rebel Wilson leaving a Gelson's supermarket. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce that word. Um, she's. Yeah. Here's to contextualize Gelson's for you. It's like Rebel Wilson is leaving Lund's and Byerly's. Oh, okay. So again, even more Gelson's is fancy. Even or more unremarkable because it's it's sort of the Lund's and Byerly's, and not say the Erewhon, which is the LA equivalent of like I don't even think we have an Erewhon equivalent here. No, it's like the ultra luxury. Uh, grocery store right so this is even more like um you know pedestrian like she literally just picked up um some funyuns and (laughs) and a bag of combos with like a smoothie and and it's just photos of her wearing athletic gear which of course she's wearing athletic gear because it's her year of fitness so she has to be like at all times urging you to think about how she's being healthy and fit right right Right, right. Because, I mean, nothing says I'm healthy. Like, I'm ready to work out at the drop of a dump. I'm going to serve burpees right here in the Gelson's parking lot in Los Feliz. That's how committed <laughs> to my year of health I am. Yeah, exactly. But yet, somehow the Daily Mail is able to get 
I don't know, I want to say like 800 words out of this. It's like unbelievable. And part of that, what they go on to do is what the tabloids always do with people like Rebel Wilson um, and and her relationship with Jacob P. Bush is they have like, she walked outside and now I'm going to um, regale you with everything else she did in the year 2020. So like literally there's a sentence or two of the actual story, which in this case is just about how she um, is wearing a mask as she leaves a grocery store because there's a pandemic and there's a pair of and she's wearing a pair of two XU. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that some acronym black leggings during her outing. So that's all the news you get. And then beyond that is like a dissertation of everything else that's happened to her in 2020. All of her trips, all of her publicationship highlights, um, and really, at the end of the day, no actual news. No. Rebel Wilson, existing as a human being, buys food, possibly eats it. That's the story. <laughs> I know, like, you and I, like, we could all do, anybody who listens to the show after about five minutes could do a website where you just translate every Daily Mail story. That would be spectacular. Like, want you, that would be awesome. Like, buy a brief. <laughs> like, don't spend 15 minutes reading this story just find the translation celebrity leaves the house <laughs> accomplishes would, little yeah. you guys would be yes. good at that for sure <laughs> absolutely comma wants attention also i would just we like gave it to her i was gonna say i would like to double down on the fact in the brief moment we have left to remind you we just made 10 minutes out of that story about nothing you're welcome when we come back <laughs> Crazy, stupid idiots, dumb amateur people, just like you and me, doing dumb things right here on My Talk 1071. <sighs> run to the windows, run to the windows and look at the sun, but don't stare directly at it, please, because I've made that mistake before. And no, I actually haven't, but please don't do that. You're listening oh, to the Colleen and... for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything. Uh, by the seat of our pants here on mytalk1071.com. It is the end of 2020, and we are grateful for that. We are also grateful that never fear, uh, come rain or snow or sleet of night, whatever the phrase is, um, we're always going to have crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. But why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Sometimes other places. Like warehouse. We're going to Colorado. Ooh, Okay. Very fun. We're going to Pueblo, Colorado. Now, we don't have a lot of details about these crazy, stupid idiots, but it very much tickled me to imagine how this scenario played out in as much as I'm just going to preface it that everyone is okay. Nobody was hurt. Okay, good. In all of this. But uh, there was an armed robbery at a convenience store in Pueblo, Colorado. Four individuals involved in this robbery. 
And uh, we have photos of the suspect. You can go on the Internet. If you want to help the Pueblo, Colorado Police Department, then go ahead and help them and try to identify these folks. But this happened on December 21st at a convenience store. And so they stole cash, right? Okay. Stick them up. They held up the register. But they did it in a way that made me think that they were kind of bashful about holding up this convenience store. Because not only did they just steal the cash, stick them up, but they did it in a way that we've all gone to a convenience store when we didn't want to be noticed. We grab a bunch of other crap to distract from the fact that we are, in fact, buying condoms. I was going to say, were there condoms involved? (laughs) Or a feminine hygiene product? Or um, an enema kit? What? Uh, Oh. Actually... Bradley, thanks for asking, but they did steal some sexual enhancement pills, <laughs> some vape pens, etc. Oh. So I have this idea in my head of these guys being like, stick them up. Okay, well, nobody's going to notice if I, if I steal these pills that are these sexual enhancement pills and all these vapes and, and maybe some other stuff. So uh, stick them up. No, we didn't do anything. <laughs> totally. No, nothing to see here. Also, I do want to add that it's probably not... Mm, a medically sound decision to buy your sexual enhancement pills from a convenience store <laughs> attached to a gas station. Yeah. You know, it's like if you if you go to a truck stop and they have a vending machine and it's like, you know, they have like super spice and then it has a picture of a scantily lady on that. Pretty sure you're not going to get laid by a scantily lady and pretty sure that's not going to spice up your night. Yeah. In fact, you're probably going to end up in the ER with like an eight hour erection. So... <laughs> Be very careful. Oh, oh, that sounds just horrible. So to the people of Pueblo, Colorado, if you see one of the if you see somebody who is at attention and has been for a long time, you might want to talk to the Pueblo Police Department about it. Yeah. Like that guy just keeps walking they around and something's not right down there. Also, can we talk oh. about how this was a um convenience store at twenty one oh two North Norwood Avenue? <laughs> okay. I'm surprised it wasn't <sighs> Southwood Avenue. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, these people are still at large. They committed a serious crime. So uh, we don't have any arrests, but the Pueblo, Colorado Police Department is currently looking for four individuals in this case. Also, if you're going to steal... Okay, so you did say they stole cash, right? But they also stole... Yeah. like the like. Like, you're going to steal the sexual enhancement pills? Like, can't you just buy that with the cash that you stole? Because now, forever attached to your name, is you had to walk into a convenience store and get... I almost used a term. uh, (laughs) Get pills for that area. Sexual enhancement pills. Like, that. you just look like a ding-dong. Emphasis on Yeah, and you know... (laughs) Yo... hmm. And you probably open up the package, and it's probably the equivalent of actually just eating a hot tamale candy. Yeah. Like, it is just a hot tamale candy. Or it's like horny goat weed or something. Isn't that like the herbal (laughs) supplement, right? Like, I don't know. Like the stuff that you used to buy at Spencer's back in the day because you thought it was funny. It's just dust, and it's not going to do anything for you downstairs. Okay. Can we um, move on to something even more sexually inappropriate? I'd love to, yes. Perfect. Please. <laughs> okay, so this requires us to go on a trip abroad, which we've not been doing recently, so I'm kind of excited. But uh, somebody else was excited. 
in the midst of this story. So I need to tell you about, I don't know how to pronounce Irish names. Uh, I assume it's something like Shanane or Shanan um, Garland. She's 33. And she was horrified recently when her child found something that she shouldn't have. And it just makes me laugh, but you can imagine the horror. Actually, this is in Wales, uh, not Ireland. Um, So Shannon has a daughter named Chloe. And Chloe, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this. So imagine your daughter, age seven, receives a stationary kit for Christmas uh, from your best friend. And it's a stationary set. It has two notepads, some pens. Um, There's some... Uh, it's just, it's got like a really cute, like mermaid on it. Um, and some like an octopus or a squid or something, you know, like cute little things, right? Oh yeah. It's very kawaii. It's very cute. Yes. Yes, I'm Um, looking at it now. (laughs) Whatever. Something ended up in the stationary set that should not have. And that is why this story is uh, a crazy, stupid idiot story. Here's the thing. So inside this $4.99 stationery kit containing notepads and other things from her best friends for Christmas, Chloe also received um, (laughs) some sort of activity sheet, which included um, a number of crudely named characters, including, but not limited to, (laughs) I apologize, shield your ears, (laughs) Harry Balfour, huge showers... (laughs) And more. That's nasty. Uh, right? So, I don't, you, I don't know what it was supposed to do, but it also involved, like, a checklist of sexy time, which included some positions, like the number six and nine put together, <laughs> um, and, like, some oh. other sexual positions, sexual toys, sexual locations. I think it was, like, one of those things... Like a sexy game you're supposed to play with, like your sexy friends, where like you have to check off all of the different things that you have, you know. Oh sure. Done. Yeah, it's like you know your chore chart, except it's for <laughs> things like missionary and. And I just my favorite because I'm I'm twelve years old is the guests. I don't know. It just says sex and intrigue, and then it has a guest list. And on the guest list is <laughs> all these names that I cannot read on the radio, but really wish that I could. Oh, <laughs> my favorite one is uh, the one that you did say uh, with the first name, Harry. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh-huh. Hugh. Uh, other G. friends. Shaft. <laughs> also, other friends invited to this are people named Goldie. Yeah. Ty, <laughs> Justin. What's the Lotta one? And I can't let's not... read. Lotta something. <laughs> I mean, that's not creative. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see there's one named Ty and his last name is. I can't say it. Can oh I? no. Please I'm don't not, say I'm it. I'm not saying it. Use your imagination. You guys can play, you play, can the, play home the home game. game. Now, did, um, <laughs> did the mom confront her friends about why they gave her seven-year-old this coloring book or playbook or whatever it is yeah no that's an absolutely great question because you'd say well like why would you send my child like a sex thing right well it was just a coloring book that had been purchased as a christmas present from a toy shop um in wales 
The problem is um, the page was stuck in the book like all the other pages. Um, so it must have been a printing error. It was attached. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Therefore, it means it must have been done at the time it was printed. So it wasn't just like some horny, like, you know, toy factory worker was like, <laughs> um, it actually... Well, what you're... <laughs> I was going to say, what you're saying, Bradley, is that the pages were stuck together. Oh, my gosh. I knew. I love it. Oh, you have a very good sense of humor, Holly. Yes. I appreciate you. Yes. I do. Um, The mom went on to say, and I can't do a Welsh accent, so I'll just read it in my language. Do your best, uh, Tom Jones. (laughs) Uh, It's not unusual. No, I'm only grateful she opened the present down here in front of all of us. And didn't realize exactly what she was looking at. So it was one of those things where the parents, you know, got a hold of it before she was able to, like, go, wait a minute, why is uh, Jack, what, on this list, right? So, um, well, in the end, nobody the was, is, is that... <laughs> nobody's innocence was destroyed as a result of this story. Yeah, because that's that thing where little Chloe, seven years old, if she had gotten her hands on that unsupervised, she's going to read those things, not understand what they are, and then she's going to repeat them in places that maybe not be might not be advantageous to a mother's uh, parenting skills, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It just well, reminds me, and as most things of a sexual nature do of the time, Holly and I, Grant, were reading a um, listener-submitted oh answers God. to a question we had put out, which was... Hot chocolate or apple cider. Or no, what was it? Hot apple cider or hot chocolate? Yeah, yeah. And somebody responded that their favorite was a a very specific name of apple cider called hot, then the name D-I-X-O-N, and cider. (laughs) And I read it out loud, not understanding what I was saying. Like, oh, hot blank cider. Oh, have you ever? I don't think I've ever had that before, Holly. Have you? Man, oh, I wish I'd have been there. That would have been great. One of the best moments oh. of, of uh, my very short radio career. <laughs> Do we have time? I don't even know where I am because my uh, clock. We could probably go to break. It's well, too we fun. don't have to. Yeah. Here's an idea. I want to throw this idea out at you guys. Can we go back and revisit Hilaria Baldwin before we leave? Oh, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Show. We did not get enough time to talk about that. Hot Pick mess. up a cucumber or two, maybe. Hey, oh. How do you say, do you say cucumber? That? Cucumber. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and wrapping up 2020 live at MyTalk1071.com and on our app where you can download. Um, old shows, our podcasts, and listen to us live. So thanks for doing that. You can do that on the App Store. And we have listener rewards as well. And I imagine, Holly, um, we've got some listener rewards left for 2020 still. Oh, yeah. There are gift cards galore, all sorts of things. I think that there's gift cards to Cub Food, Starbucks, all sorts of stuff. And you're going to want to stay tuned because it's December 30th. That means January 1st. 
there's going to be a whole set of new listener rewards. But the only way that you can get in on those prizes is if you're registered and you listen through the stream or on the app. And the stream's at mytalk1071.com. We also have tasty articles, and you can get our podcast there. We make it easy for you to access all of your favorite celebrity gossip. Fabulous. And that is Holly Roberts, and I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Grant today. Colleen will be back on Monday. I think the gang will be back together. And um, that makes me excited. But I also get excited when we get the chance to talk about, and no doubt we'll still be talking about it next week, so uh, enjoy. Um, I almost said Lori Laughlin. No, we're not talking about Lori Laughlin. We're talking about Hilaria Baldwin. And Holly, remind us how we started the show today talking about Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah, so we started talking about Hilaria Baldwin today. So this goes back to the fact that there was a Twitter thread accusing Hilaria Baldwin of a decade-long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person. Now, that's on Twitter. The receipts are there. All the things line up. Basically, Hilaria Baldwin has been mm, lying and or lying by omission basically about her entire life. (laughs) Now, today, the New York Times did their best at covering the world of popular culture in in the way that the New York Times can do, but they had a conversation or an interview, uh, rather, with Hilaria Baldwin. And you read through the interview, and Hilaria Baldwin is doing the exact opposite of a PR advice being, never complain, never explain. Because Hilaria Baldwin keeps opening her mouth, trying to explain away by all means, we all have eyeballs that she has been fibbing her way through her celebrity for its entire existence. We have, um, a, how do you say, cucumber? Cucumbers. Yeah, so oh. she forgot how to say cucumber. By the way, she says in that New York Times piece that she was very nervous to be on TV. It was one of her first live appearances, and she just had a brain fart. I was like, well, did the brain fart also include creating a fake Spanish accent? <laughs> How do you say? <laughs> How do you say? How do you say flatulence? Lies? <laughs> um, you know, because it like I totally appreciate um, being nervous on camera. Is there anybody who wouldn't be nervous being on the Today Show for the first time? Of course. But you don't start speaking in a la- in a um with an accent of a language that is not your native language. That just I don't know, doesn't seem to ever happen. Also, I I, I encourage people to go read the New York Times piece because she spent eight to your point, Holly, wherein and anyway, she spent eight hours, eight hours with the journalist Uh, the reporter from the New York Times talking about this non-story. So that's why I think we should also appreciate, as we do very often on the Colleen and Bradley show, the deep in the shallow or the, the nothing is real and everyone smokes aspect of this, which is that this is not a story she's running away from. Oh no. In fact, don't, don't believe what she's actually telling us about how this is a non-issue or a non-story. The mere fact that she's speaking directly to a New York Times reporter for eight hours about this, which granted, um, you know, sure, she can use the time to explain what happened, but nobody talks about something for eight hours uninterrupted that doesn't want to talk about something. Oh, this is probably deep down Hilaria Baldwin. She's 
salivating over the attention around all of this. To have a feature in the New York Times about this and doubling down and now being the center of everybody's attention, at least in the pop culture realms that we find ourselves in here on the Colleen Bradley show. And she's not she is not even admitting like I mean, she admits some of the lies, but she doubles down at the same time. I want to read you what Hilaria Baldwin said to the New York Times as part of this interview about the aspects of her life that she has shared. She said, quote, the things I have shared about my life are very clear. She says, quote, I was born in Boston. I'm going to add the aside, even though your official bio on your agency page said you were born in Mallorca, Spain, that has been now adjusted. I will carry on. Quote, I spent time in Boston and in Spain. My family now lives in Spain. I moved to New York when I was 19 years old, and I have lived here ever since. For me, I feel like I've spent 10 years sharing that story over and over again, and now it seems like it's not enough. So it's, it's, well, a, it's a delightful <laughs> twist on shame on you for holding me accountable. Well, right. And also... That statement that Hilaria Baldwin made to the New York Times might be factually correct, where I was born in Boston. Okay, check. I spent time in Boston. Obviously, we've seen the high school yearbooks of you where you were in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and your mom was a doctor at Mass General in Boston. My family and in Spain, you could have spent time in Spain. I mean, what we've kind of come to the conclusion is it's like, or you took some vacations there, Hilaria. Congratulations. I mean, that's like somebody saying, Mm, I'm from, I've spent time in the Wisconsin Dells because your family went to Noah's Ark every summer. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what it's like, like. Yeah. And then you're speaking, you, you know, know, like, yeah, hey, dear, cheeseheads rule, right? Like, no, you're not yeah. from Wisconsin. No, you're not from Wisconsin. She says, my family now lives in Spain. That could be factually true. I moved to New York when I was 19 years old and I've lived here ever since. That also can be also factually correct. Yeah, that's that. To your point, it's factually correct, but that's not the story you've been telling. That leaves out a huge, huge chunk of the story you've been telling, and or at the very least, a huge um, style of how you told that story. Right. 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 Well, it, then it gets into the territory of lying by omission. You're leaving out huge chunks of the story. You're also twisting your words so that what you're saying can be true. But then again, you're missing a huge part of the story. So congratulations, Hilaria Baldwin. You're just doubling down on all of this and we're paying attention to it. Yeah, well, I mean, Yay. it's what we do and we'll continue to do it, but we won't be doing it live for the rest of this year. We're done for 2020. You guys, we will see you on the other side. In 2021, have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, how best you are able. And thanks for listening to us this year. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can 
with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com slash bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com slash bartender.